Are we rolling because this is important? Yeah. I've noticed that if I, if you wear hoodies on a regular basis, it like kind of fucks your neck up a bit. Why? Because it's been getting colder. Because it kind of, you find yourself sitting forward a bit more, like that position on your neck rather than relaxed. Because it pulls as a slight. There's a slight pull there's towards. There's a slight yeah. pull. Yeah. And I found as it's get, gotten colder. Your head is like a sack of satsumas. No. Because you only hold it and there's a slight. There's a slight. What? Well, I don't often. I'm not familiar with sacks of satsumas, <laughs> yeah. But since it's gotten colder, I've been having my hood up. And I'm like, why does my neck hurt? And then I realised uh, it's because I've got my hood up. Oh, but then in the summer you stand true and tall. Exactly. In the summer, well, I've got a really long neck anyway, yeah. so it's actually important that I think about these issues. You do have a long neck. More than very long, more than the average. If, very long. If one of us had to infiltrate one of those giraffes, no. so you to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say Maasai tribe. Oh, what's that? Like the tribes in Africa. You know, there's ones who have the rings around their oh, necks. Oh yes, it would be you. Right. Because you have a long neck. But I, but I still need the rings, though. <laughs> yeah, but you have a better shot. Sure, because they'll be like, we can work with this. <laughs> Whereas it would you. It would be, yeah. be, be less rings. Look at it. <laughs> it's really long. You do have a long neck. You have a really long neck. Mm. So I wonder what would happen if you got obese. What, how would that manifest itself? Do you think it would be would fat Would you look a long? turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Why? So you'd have a big, bulky body, and yeah. then you'd have like a long... Uh, wrinkly neck sticking out well, from do, you're, a you're, sort of shell of fat with my neck fat deposits around the neck no exactly it? but I was, right. I was having some fun with it right I'm here for the science <laughs> Andrew is very ill today oh hello welcome to the podcast Andrew's very ill today um, not as much as yesterday <laughs> why are you saying that smugly because <laughs> I've improved <laughs> Uh, and he's wearing a white hoodie, so you blended it in with the background. So it's suit. a dressing gown, thank you very much. <laughs> a white hoodie. Where did it's, you get this little it's number? It's a bathrobe. It's, um, it's L's from Soho House. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I, I, I've oh, we discussed this it, when we were talking about how girlfriends make you gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the page. And this is one of them. A white, fluffy, white fluffy dressing yeah, it's gown. A, so it's from, it's from Soho House. Um, so you were pretty... Uh, debilitated yesterday you refused yeah. to do anything I it was it was a horrible illness it was up there with the worst I'm pretty sure it's COVID really yeah nice uh, rock and roll <laughs> who hasn't got it you know what I mean yeah um, but how many times have you had it I think just the once this would only be my second time uh, okay yeah. yeah the problem was and it was yeah, it was it was very it was irony. It was the most ironic thing I think I've experienced in my life. This is irony. Yeah, it's Andrew's irony corner. This is unbelievably ironic. Yeah. Is that I had a absence review meeting at work, an informal one, because I'd had I'd had a was certain, everyone's hat like this. Yeah, they were. It was very relaxed. <laughs> uh, they were wearing flip flops. It was all very you know chilled vibes. Um, but they they'd said. Because I'd had a certain amount of out of sick days in a year, you have an informal meeting. It's pointless. Um, About it's, what? Are you okay? Yeah. Or are you lying to us? The, What's the, the undercurrent? The undercurrent, the the overcurrent is are you okay? The undercurrent is are you lying to us? Okay. Um, and so she just said, yeah. my manager was like, we'll make this an informal one. Or he. Or he. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be sure. <laughs> Um, that's true I've never asked them their pronouns but actually this says it on we all have to have 
he slash she on our I hate my job um, so she might have changed her mind since she said it that's true <laughs> since you you insinuated because of my informal absence of you meeting she she decided to become transgender <laughs> or he it's a constantly changing thing well, it's a crazy world we live in um, but she said that she's just going to make it an informal one because yeah. I have, in reality I, it's something like, I've had like eight, eight sick days in a year and I'm like what's, what's wrong with that Relax. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't, know, I don't know if that's big or bad. Big or bad? Well, apparently it's both. How many lied, lying ones have you had? You don't want to disclose on the podcast. That's a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, so We'll Patreon. find out on Patreon. Um, well, well, we have an inf- so, well, we so have a none, formal review. Wink. Um, so she said we'll just make it informal. But then, so then at the end, we worked out that. So if I have another sick day uh, d- during this period, ending at. I think like April next year. Yeah. Then it will go to a formal review, which will be fine. Wait, it, wait. So they turn their caps forward, <laughs> flip flops off, closed heels on. Wait, just is it? Toe. Is it what? So eight sick days informal. Nine, wait, seven sick days informal. Eight sick days formal review. Well, no, I think there's. It's kind of to do with the manager's discretion, but it's unclear. It's and what do you take from your manager's discretion? What do, what's that, your it would prediction? be a formal one if I had one more. Okay, so yeah. that's where her discretion yeah. begins and ends. Exactly. But I, So I had that and because I'd had a sick day before, but I'd been feeling peaky for like two weeks. And then on after, so the day of that, that was on Tuesday. And then I woke up on Wednesday feeling absolutely like the worst I felt for a long time. What kind of bad? Just like dog it, shit, dog, or like dog poop, like <laughs> pooped up, man. Yeah, um, just like um, you know, well, the, the classics, but just heavy and like the body thing. And yeah, then yeah, when yeah. you just feel like you, I had to go and get some paracetamol because Zap cancelled on me. Um, and then I, I kind of when I left the house, it was like a fucking blur. Like as soon as I got out of my bed, oh, I had no Bit idea what was going on. Yeah, it was pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, but so I had to. Um, I haven't been able to call in sick because I don't want a formal absence of you. But luckily I had a holiday, so I took yesterday off, but now I have to work today. So it was a bad holiday. It wasn't a good one. <laughs> I, I started off the day with Worst holiday watching, ever. Yeah, because I was, I woke up, I didn't have any painkillers. I was in agony, I'd argue. Um, and, but I didn't want to go onto my House of Cards viewing because I wasn't ready for that yet. And like, you know, you don't want to like- You've started it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it hold up? Of course it holds up, it's brilliant. Yeah, I was, I was considering Some slower, doing... Slower moments, but overall But that was back when the attention spans were there. They were high, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was at the very start. It was, like it was one the, of their first... I think it was their first Netflix original. Yeah, it was the golden age of TV where we could watch a scene. Yeah. Like scenes... I think if you watch some of those shows back now... Mm. Like scenes going on long, you're, you, in your head you're screaming, "I'm a piece of shit! Yeah, Please yeah. change the scene!" So I'm, in, I'm in my own head. God, yeah. I suck. Remember you... when I said that thing eight years ago? So like, oh god, yeah, I hate myself. True. Cut, cut the scene. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but so I didn't want to go straight into that. So I uh, put on Now You See Me Too. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great sitcom. It was a great, and I actually, and because it... So we talked about it, did we talk about it on the Patreon? Maybe, last, yeah. Last week? Yeah. Yes, we did. We, and just mate. a brief thing for the, for the, what should we call non-patrons? Muggles? No. Mudbloods? No. Runts? No. Pigs? No. Hoglets? Hoglet. No. Hoglet. Yeah, yeah, you got it. No, no, no it's too try hard. What's the, what's the less try-hard? Pork, pork brainers. <laughs> is, that, is that less try-hard? That's more cool and yeah. kind of cotching pork it. pork brainers. No. It doesn't, doesn't really... Um, uh, s- snaffle it. Snaff, um, 
just p- shit. We'll get back to you. Go on. Go on. What's the explain to what am I explaining about now you see me and what we talked about last week because you had a day of magic where you got (laughs) yeah Yeah. day of magic Um, David Blay went on hot ones and I was bored at work and then went on just to watch for uh, six hours just different David Blaine's videos he's not had a last couple of weeks been quite unhinged for our poor boy Andrew not really That, yeah, fair enough. Um, but, and then, yeah, ended up with watching Now You See Me. Now You See Me, the first one, which is just pig shit. It's dreadful. Really? It's a dreadful, dreadful film. Yeah. Um, I hate Jesse Eisenberg in it. We're not going to do it again. Um, but, yeah, Now You See Me too. Um, that is, they, they really amp it up. Um, and well, it was a perfect sick watch because I enjoyed it thoroughly because my brain cells were so depleted that I was like, oh, You're they're the actually really smart. <laughs> And because I had the whole, it was the one where they, they trapped the card. Yeah, yeah. Through greatest the, scene on a movie yeah, ever. And I was like, the greatest scene on a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could understand why he thought that. Um, but yeah, so I watched Now You See Me Too. And, and so it. what's the review of Now You See Me Too? Um, Does it, is it better than the first one? Yeah, but it, I watched the first one in sound mind. Yeah. I watched Now You See Me Too debilitatingly <laughs> ill. So it's, I, for me, the se- I enjoyed the second one more. Really? Yeah, because it took me it took me away from the pain I had. Who was, did they Whereas introduce- Whereas Now You See Me reminded me of it. When you have a second heist film, they normally have introduced a new celebrity cameo. Who was the one this time? Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> really? How was he in it? Um, oh God, how, uh, how was he in it? It was uh, a question Daniel, I didn't really- did, Can Daniel Radcliffe act? Yeah, every now and again. But Not I for feel, the whole film, but for like a I bit feel of we it. all like him as Harry Potter because he's been there long enough that he feels like our yeah. He feels like we're related to him, so we're like we want the best for him. Yeah, even which means that we'll support it's him true. no matter what. It's true. And then he does all these indie films because he now has the money to. Yeah. And it's funny seeing him in it because isn't that's funny because he is yeah. Harry Potter. It's a bit like but watching a not- learning disabled child play a trumpet. That's how I describe. I don't think he's a very good actor. No, but, but he's like, also there's, a dis- there's a enjoy. It can be. There's elements of decent. He loves it. See, yeah, he does. Good. He yeah. loves acting. Um, he loves being on set. Um, so there's a passion there. Apparently, he's an incredibly nice guy. Um, I can see that. Although um, he's infuriating. Um, the reason being because he's one of those blokes that goes up at the end of all of his sentences. Yeah, he's got dyspraxia. That you have dyspraxia. You don't do it. Yes, I do. You're an idiot. Yes, I do. You're a fucking idiot. No, but that is a. You can't be on like late night shows with James Corden and you know Jimmy Kimmel and the others. Yeah, and be going up at the end of your sentences. It's the most infuriating thing you can do. Show me what it's like. So yeah, I found filming really good because it was just really fun. And um, yeah, yeah, so we kind of went with it quite a lot. Do Americans do that? Some do. Yeah, more probably more commonly than English people. Okay, but it's just it, and. It, in, a, in a way, it's quite sweet because it, it, it's doing the infliction of a question, which kind of implies you're insecure because sweet. you're questioning everything you say. It's sweet. But, well, but, yeah. the, but the consequence of it sonically is infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> no, good, good point well made. Um, but he is a dyspraxic brethren, so I, I have to support him no matter what because I need to support the community. Yeah. Who, are, who, I mean? are, the, who are the figureheads? The, the well, I, mean, I look it up. Um, one of the guys from Calabro has dyspraxia. <laughs> well, not Richard Hadfield. Not Richard Hadfield. We went to school with one of the members of the opera quintet that run one Britain's Got Talent. Quintet? Was it? Eight was years it ago. It's five of them. But then James left. Why does he leave? Because he there was clearly a falling out in the band and then he became a solo singer. Yeah. Um, 
He wasn't like the others. He was. Was he better than the others? I don't know. I feel there was a falling out, and now does he still sing? Um, I think so. I think he does like jazz bars and stuff. But Fair then enough. he's he's built like a rugby player, so it's always confusing seeing him as a crooner when he's yeah. like he should he 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 looks and sounds like he should be Welsh. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Well, rugby and singing. Rugby and singing. That's the big two. Yeah, but he's like a fucking. He's kind of a show tune guy. Yes. Okay. No one knows who we're talking about. No, no. <laughs> it's just because he went to our school. And, oh, he won Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, it was, with Britain's Got Talent, it is weird when they choose people. It's like, where does this go, guys? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like choosing an opera well, quintet. Opera quintet. What we what we doing, guys? Well, it's cool. Britain's Got Talent, not Britain's Got a Future and Talent. <laughs> Britain's Got a Future is a good. <laughs> Britain's Got Britain's Got a Future. It's quite powerful. It is very powerful. Um, but yeah, so one of the guys in Calabro, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe um, this who do you know? Yeah, I think let, let, let's look this up actually. Because uh, let me guess, I feel who would have. I'm going to stay in the comedy world because I there's got to be. Vine, makes sense, right? Do you see that? Mm, see, sure. It's, it's hard. It's but hard then, to but have then to... like. Pff, Full-on mania versus dyspraxia is hard to... No, but I could just see the way that she walks sometimes. I'm like... Yeah. Um, well, she's like a runway model, isn't she? Yeah, I know, but you can do... I, I, it doesn't surprise me. Florence the Machine, for sure. Yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. Um, ooh, uh, Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's the Marco eyes. Pierre, do dyspraxia people have beady eyes? You've got they, quite beady eyes. It's, it, it's not, it can't be anything to do with the actual shape or look of the eyes. It, where the eyes but are looking. Yeah. But maybe. I think that's where it is. Yeah. The, the, the eyes... But that's what beady... What does beady eyes mean? I don't... There's, there's a half second delay on information to the eyes, I feel. Right. Heston Blumenthal. Oh, they're all fucking dyspraxic. Of course Heston is. Um, He's putting liquid ice on peaches. Albert Einstein. But he gets claimed by a lot of the right. learning dys- like they claim him for um, dyslexia as well, and it's like I don't know. I feel he's more famous as dyslexic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're like, not it's dyslexic. Like the Asian community trying to claim Tiger Woods. Y- yeah, Do you know well, what I mean? and it's a it's a because that he would have he is half Asian. I know, but it's he's crazy. Nominally black, he is nominally black, but a very in, different I'd story it would have been. If dyslexic yes yeah. No, I, yeah no I agree okay um, but speaking of learning difficulties <laughs> <laughs> Andrew had an incredible performance uh, was it last weekend yeah well the, yeah previous well, weekend. we went to our very good friend Izzy's birthday uh, and it was very nice to see everyone but more and more I'm finding it interesting because I've sort of been in this space for a while but Andrew's sort of joining me now which is like the older we get and the more I don't know involved in the illness that is media or mm. show business in any form mm. the harder it gets to have normal conversations yeah do you think that's fair I think that's fair and it because I've been sort of doing it longer than Andrew I feel like um, I was and because I, I, I'm, I'm more on the spectrum than him in general mm. um, but chicken and the egg you know sure um, I've been more in that space of struggling to sort of have normal, polite, kind of just nice conversations with normal, nice, polite people. And more and more, I think over the last year or so, each time we have a big gathering, I see Andrew uh, getting to my level, but sort of not being able to deal with it 
maybe as internally as I do. Right. I feel I have more... When when I, I struggle to have good conversations, maybe I, I more internalize it or mm. I, I deal with it at home. Andrew's reaction <laughs> <laughs> to maybe not being able to... to uphold the most normal conversations is to double down yeah oh no i in for a penny out for a pound that's every single time i think my yeah well because when because you weren't there at the lunch yeah no i wasn't um and it was nice because when you and bb arrived i had like at least i had an audience yeah um are people getting just sick of the no no no, there was no sickness no there was no there was like these are some of my oldest friends there was no ill um i don't at least i don't think so um but no, you weren't killing, we, I though. was sitting. Oh, I wasn't killing by any <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. Forty percent hit rate on jokes, <laughs> maybe forty percent. That might be lucky. Um, they were coming in, and I just think for some, oh, you didn't seem to be in any conversations. You only seem to be floundering about between on difference the, on the periphery of other people's conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just, there's sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. You fully threw, no, but it, threw it, it in But it's vice, it's vice versa, because I don't care about me either. It's like, <laughs> so when people ask me, have you found yourself, like, when you have to have, because small talk isn't, it's, it's not bad just about hearing other people's lives. Which is a nightmare. It's just awful. <laughs> It's just about, I find, it's almost worse, like, talking about yourself. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's all good chill. Well, I just wanted a new, I want a new rule book on small talk or like, surely we need to rejig some of this stuff. Uh, yeah, I feel you know like I, mean? I used to be pretty good at yeah. it. Yeah. But I used to be more interested in things. But is it because we're getting to the stage where there's not as much change happening in people's lives? Mm. So before, yes, when you were I like school, uni, there's That's lots exactly to talk what about. It is. And now you're all doing different things. And it's like, for the next eight years, a lot yeah. of people are going to do the same things. So when you're like, how are you? Oh, I've seen you, you know, what's going on? Still doing that? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, because when, I think the heyday of small talk after. The heyday. The, heyday <laughs> the of, golden age. The golden hours of small talk, it was longer than hours, was when um, we all left uni and everyone was getting jobs and then you could really grill people or like. You're doing this. Be I interested yeah. in why they're doing that. Now what people are they Talk about the nature of their job. Now it's like they're bored by their job and so am I. <laughs> So what are you going to do? Sometimes I stop them and go, hold on a minute. I don't work here. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've got into some quite intricate office politics with people. Cause I like that when there's some, when there's some drama there's something there. and I had, look, I had some good conversations with Rob and Leo, actually, who are the nice boys. Um, they're all nice. No, but they're like really nice. I was sitting next to Paul. So oh. part of the reason that it helped was because my 40% joke rate was nothing compared to Paul's 20%. <laughs> yeah. We got, and it's Paul always good it to have- three times louder. It's always good to have Paul next to you because it really takes the edge off. Oh you. yeah, I, I'm still because you're one. just shouting bombing, but then yeah. Paul, it's like rapid fire, rapid fire bombing. Makes no sense. The yeah. jokes don't even. But he, even and he's doing it so much louder. Yeah, so much louder than. You. And you can. He's, I can then, sort of, he's not going yeah. back saying I bombed. No, he's not. He was. He's having a great time. <laughs> yeah, he he would. He was. One of his things was he was just he he supports Chelsea and there was just a girl who was wearing a blue dress and white shoes and he kept saying hey this is a Chelsea football kit. <laughs> he said that to me three times separately and it's I heard him say it gear. to other people at least five times. Like, it is good gear and it's it's good to get out there with it. Our friend Izzy was wearing green trousers. 
And he pointed at me saying, those used to be white until she started slide tackling. <laughs> it's good gear. <laughs> until it's she started. How in the world? It's just all football related as yeah. well. It's very odd. But um, yeah, it was, I find because it was, it was early on in the day, the, the meal kind of, it's a lot, you know, you're, in, you're with a group of people you're sitting across from each other. We see these people all the time as well, or at least I do. Mm. So that's also part of it because it's easy to, small talk's difficult when you see someone constantly. If you have a big catch up, that's great, but you're already caught up on everything. But mm. now you just have to do it in front of duck frites. Yeah. Which I did have average. By Not the way. good. I'd give it, the whole meal was a seven out of 10. Not bad, but good. Bernays sauce. But maybe, I guess people, maybe people just don't, Gets frustrated by it, but I'm 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 more I'm I'm often thinking what what were we, what were we meant to be talking about right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. What are we meant to be talking? What about? is the what's the it's, topic? With, it's not with your closest, like your very very close yeah. friends, where you you can sit and then it just happens. Yeah, or your good friends who you haven't seen for ages, so you've got so much to talk yeah. about. It's those your decent friends who you see very regularly. What do you do? And it's also I. How you, there are things I could talk about, but I just don't think it's relevant. I don't, it's, yeah, well, that's. I think that's also part of the thing that I've self-evaluated on. Do you want to know? Yeah, well, that's I've. Oh, yeah, because you, I've self-evaluated on this ago. No, you need to find what you have to say in those conversations more interesting because it will lead to more avenues of conversation. Yeah, because if you just like, oh, I don't care. Like, I don't care what I'm going to say. Then where are you going to go from there? Well, you tried just fucking just bombing. That no, because like, oh, no, you just got it because only speaking jokes. That's all you can do in those situations at this point is just, just speaking jokes. And the worse you do, the more risque they get, I find, mm. which yeah. then leads to a worse hit rate and you're being offensive. But I feel you, it's interesting because you, you have known that group for such a long time and you're such close friends with them I feel you know you're given a lot of leeway for your behaviour right is this an intervention because <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you just turn it this, up this, but it's more like this feels you, like gotcha journalism no, it's not gotcha journalism but it's like I feel um, you, you 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 go you, your jokes keep turning turning it up mm. you keep interrupting people being loud and then it's like interrupting what? no maybe a bit and then people can't stop you because it's like, well, it's Andrew. We've known him. We've known him for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Have you found, I think, but in general, the lot since basically starting the podcast, it has been a nice, a nice gradual, a nice gradual thing. You really have stopped caring as much. I think so. <laughs> now, because I, th they're all great. They are. They're all great, and this is nothing on them. Yeah. It's um, it's hard to pin down exactly what it is, and I, I do think it's just seeing people semi regularly that you can't it's, it's too as I said it's too it's not long enough to catch up on things yeah. but there's also, there also there's, there's not that loads of mental illness in there that's there's, they're very stable yeah so I guess it's like I'm used to being stable and then every single person has deep deep yeah. problems really quite ill people I spend most of my yeah. time with now so I guess it's just like things it's more doing things you think are normal and then this is weird that we do this yeah no, I do this normally you know yeah um no, I, I feel that. I feel that. I'm trying to ascertain the exact cause myself, but it's good fun. I think part of it is a. I think part of it is just not 
is a joy in also being very close friends with people that you just don't really need to give a fuck what's going on. Mm. And that's quite rare to have in a group of like 20, 25 people at mm. a dinner to just let loose, you know, yes. try, try out some new material. Not um, have it go very well. No, sure. But at least get it out there. Uh, put up, boys. Let's get the ad in early. Let's do it. Um, let's get it out of the way. Um, are these new? No, that's what I said oh. last time. No, they're not. <laughs> it's because like, right, let's do a good app. You normally have one half, one out the other. Which yeah, no, mixed just, up. Let's do a good app for them. Let's do a good app. Bit uh, boys. What? Oh, oh, oh! I've just, uh, I've just bought a book. Okay. Oh yeah. What? How are you, by the way? I'm good. I mean, anyway, it's enough not of the been... small talk because that isn't worth it. I've just bought a book, and I how how am I meant to like put, know where I left it on the last page? Well, you could use one of these high quality, sustainably sourced bookmarks. Well, how much do they cost? Um, They're probably a million pounds, aren't they? No, here's the catch. How divide that by a million? What? They're free? No, that's one, isn't it? Is it a million divided by a million? Is one divided yeah. by a million and then times that by nine? Point five, I think. Wait, one's nine. They're nine pounds. I don't know. One's nine. We should probably get this right. Actually, <laughs> I don't think they're that much. They might be. It'd probably be it. a pack, wouldn't it? I, mean, I bet it's ten pounds for. A you pack obviously of- included postage. Obviously. Obviously. See, small talk doesn't have to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can be electric. What, it's, what? So it's only for what for these? But these look like the highest quality material I've seen. Yes, that's the 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 the. the, the she's losing money. Right. Uh, at a rampant rate. Right, just because she wants to. Doesn't isn't she doesn't have long to live. Right, sure, but isn't her baby also fatherless? Yes. Okay, so then how is so she's giving all this money away to make sure people have bookmarks even her though. Her baby doesn't have long to live either. <laughs> right, bloody hell, okay. <laughs> I think we'll leave the kid out of this, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs> Cut that. I mean, the baby has loads to live. Yeah, right. Good. She's just um, selfish, and when she dies, right. she doesn't want to leave anything behind. Right. So she doesn't want to leave any. Cut <laughs> um, le- so- <laughs> out of that one. Right. So she doesn't want to leave any legacy. What's the inheritance what, yeah. to her child? Because she wants to give it all back to well, the she public sees in bookmarks. Her life goal is more of a service to the public. Sure. Uh, in bookmarks. In bookmarks. So you. Can That's put- why she's taking a huge loss. Right. So you can put these in the books and they mark it and it's for a good cause. Bookmark boys. The books that uh, breathe. The, the books that breathe. <laughs> Me and Andrew have been um have been reevaluating the view of Facebook. Um I get a lot of shit for this actually because yeah. apparently people cuz I often message on Facebook Messenger. Yes. Um and then I've just presumed You're all not of a WhatsApp, our... Will we message no, on Facebook? Because then I just presume that everyone still does. And it's come to my attention that recently that people essentially only have Facebook Messenger for me. Really? And they just don't even they've but they've not said this to me. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah, I don't know what I, I find myself on Facebook all the time still. Yeah. Even though I think it, you still do. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm we're still on the we're the outmoded <laughs> ones. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um I mean, partly because Facebook was still is what comedy uses for work and stuff. But yeah, Facebook's been considered dead for many years now. Yeah, and it's only news to me, pal. Yeah, and Andrew's been a, a long time defender of Facebook as a as a, a worthwhile social media mm. with good stuff to be said. But I, more and more, I'm finding finding that there is actually gold on Facebook, where Instagram's been lacking. Even TikTok's not as exactly. good anymore. And I find myself weirdly gone full circle and come back to Facebook, not for social reasons. Entertainment. For entertainment. Pure, unadulterated entertainment. Because the 
especially on tabloid Facebook pages, the comments on some of these articles and the articles themselves are, is the quality you can't find because you you get out your echo chamber much easier on Facebook because mm. in Instagram and TikTok there's a suggested for you and they they show you yeah. your friends but because you don't have any friends posting on Facebook or, or people your age yeah. or people with a sound mind yeah, exactly. it means all they can give you is absolute nonsense yeah. my suggested for you on Facebook is ridiculous oh, is- I keep getting council estate eats which <laughs> yeah. is like it's like bad for well, dinner. It's like comfort food like for people who grow up in council estates. And oh. it's just constant. That's like the big one. Yeah. You know. Well, there's, I, I think when you, when we've moved to Instagram and TikTok, they, as they're old, Facebook was the first social media. Yeah. So everyone, all the young people are now moving to the new things and there's internet, internet literacy. Whereas Facebook doesn't require internet literacy. Yeah. Or non-racist views. <laughs> So what that means that it, almost like a, any the thing the best one to go on is ITV. Any post that ITV does or shares any article, all the comments on there are just middle-aged people with an astonishing amount of interest in ITV, uh, yeah, yeah. who then manage to link it to either conspiracy theories or racism. The sincerity, the yeah. intensity. You know, if we're talking about the values of what makes a great content, there's loads of aspects yeah, to exactly the intensity. The 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 just well let's we read some we can we can talk about uh, it facebook what i like about facebook is facebook is sort of like a town Mm. that um economically was never got any plumbing do you know what facebook is like a a town with the mind shut so all the young people all the people who were kind of exciting or interested and wanted to do something have left they've moved to london they moved to london they've gone to instagram so when you come back to Mm. the town where the the major industry is dead the only people still there are people who aren't fit to work people who are old and it's just a slowly dying town but believe what they say is gospel it's like listening to a pub in that town you're right you're back on (laughs) yeah it is and the comments work they they never address each other so it started with you sending me an article um, about just because the article was funny not knowing about the comments yeah. about Philip Schofield leaving the webuyanycar.com ads <laughs> being replaced by a TikToker so, yeah he's yeah. been replaced by a TikToker and I said this this could have been us that's just an easy joke um, and then uh, I looked to the first three comments and here they are right so just a reminder that this is ITV posting I think it was ITV yeah ITV posting an article about Philip Schofield will no longer be the face of we buy any car arguably a very small <laughs> i don't think arguably um tracy morgan wilcox says don't care who they use in their ads still wouldn't use the company let's see what annoying script they come up with this time exclamation mark furious joanna roach about time other people had a shot instead of holly and phil they dominate every aspect of this business Pat Baines, be glad to see the back of him and his silly sidekick. Let's hope he isn't replaced by Rylan. Having this much interest in who's you can, being it's cast the, it's the, it's, in the ad. It's the aggression, we, isn't it? In all of their voices. It's an ad. It's like, it's not them being replaced. It's, it's, it's not an Good advert. Morning Britain. It's not, it's it's not, an ad it's not this we- morning. It is... <laughs> webuyanycar.com and all of the profile pictures for some reason have British flag well not for some reason clearly nearly always have British flags they're such unhinged I, I didn't know how it was almost an abstract art form how unhinged these Facebook profiles are people yeah. who don't quite understand what a profile picture or a display photo is so it's this amazing they're all very similar but they all have this weirdly abstract quality they're sort of like a collage yeah Cal- collage? Cabal? 
Collage. 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 Yeah. Collage. It's no, like it's too much, American. Yeah. Collage. Yeah. Um, you have some more? Um, I find in our house, we now look at the adverts on ITV purely to see which ones haven't become woke and PC. So they're, they're only on ITV. So, yeah. And so what did you used to look for the adverts for? Maybe have- they used to find joy in the adverts. Now, the good one is that is that um, that's by Tim Harvey, who is a dolphin as a profile picture. <laughs> so Tim Harvey's profile, I'll put this up here. Yeah. Tim Harvey's profile is his family is display photo, but then his dolphin as the profile it's, picture. It has an artistic quality to yeah, it. Do you know what I mean? The dolphin is the center of the The dolphin is the, the main piece in yeah. his family. He is a dolphin. <laughs> Do you think he is the dolphin? But to get, Maybe Tim Harvey so- is the dolphin, and it's one of those things where people can adopt a dolphin. And those are, that's the family that adopted Tim. And now he's commenting. No, no. So that's just his like, oh, yeah, that's him. And now he's commenting on ITV's <laughs> so, We Buy Any Car. So the adopted <laughs> Yeah. And the, the, the family behind him are the ones who adopted him. And he respects them because they give him like food and krill. They and so krill. the only reason he's watching the ads is to find out which ones haven't yeah. gone PC. Haven't become PC. What a, PC. What a t- like, there's so much to unpack just in that as an activity yeah only watching the ads is already unhinged mm. but only watching them to find out not which ones have which right. ones haven't haven't yeah so, so you're only watching the ads to, to find, find out, out which ones haven't that one's not <laughs> and then the, the racist ones obviously have a darker side to them but you know they are just as funny they know? are absolutely um, because you you think that these people are essentially harmless, um, because Facebook seems to be quite harmless. Yeah, Twitter seems to be it, not. These harmful. guys aren't on the lever of these guys aren't on the cultural no. levers. You know, they've had they've had their one shot at being a top comment on Lad Bible, and they've grasped it. <laughs> yeah. But look, it's just the the anger, and since it's such a British phenomenon because of the whole queue skipping thing, yeah, which has also confused me. Because they said, I do think they lied, actually. Yeah. Because they said they were there in a media capacity, but I haven't seen anything. Uh, where's the content? Where's the content? But do you think the... Co- yeah, I would put the content out. The content should go out straight away, and then it's like, okay, cool, done. Yeah. But the fact they but haven't maybe put the they content... maybe they haven't put it out because of controversy. No, but that would... It's going to get more controversial because everyone's like, where's the content then? And they're liars. And they're liars. And Phil, the reason do Phil is know- asked to do these... Oh. oh, that's a nice one by Pamela Smith. What does Andrew and Schofield have in common? They both pay off young victims as well as the media to be silenced. Nit <laughs> is a joke with a, a serious twist. Um, my sister recently sent me another article. Wait, just on the last one. Hold, hold on a minute. I'm sure his replacement pushed in front of me at the Tim and Tesco's <laughs> the other day. Now for that one, um, that's by Glenda, Glenda Tobin. Now, so it was a black TikTok star who replaced Phil Schofield as the We Buy Any Car ads. So she's convinced that he pushed past her in a Tesco queue the other day. Yeah. Um, what are the chances that there's actually him or just a black guy? 100%. Well, if you look at her profile... Well, this which, is the which astonishing Which, thing. which throws something else into it. What's her name? Glenda. Glenda, yeah. <laughs> Not only... I think it was... 100% a different black guy. Yeah. I bet it wasn't even black. I bet it was Indian. Yeah. Or yeah. just even just not white. Yeah. <clears throat> but then what throws a spanner in the works is that she's a fan of diversity. Big fan of diversity. Seeing as her profile picture. The, the band. No, the gr- dance Yeah, group. I don't think she like, she likes diversity on it. Certainly not on TV ads. No. <clears throat> her profile picture and display photo are both 
flash photography phone photos of her with members of diversity. Yeah, so it was her with Perry and the other one who's not Ashley Banjo. Did she go to a show and then meet them afterwards or did she run into them? Yeah, because she's got two separate photos with them. (laughs) So her, her profile picture is with just her crops just her and perry and then her cover picture i can't see all of it but it's with i think it's her and her husband i'm guessing who you can't really see them but then there's just two members of diversity either side of them one also aspect perry. of facebook that's also better than instagram is instagram which is becoming a real fucking pain is that instagram's profile pictures are tiny yeah so you can barely see them and nearly everyone's private yeah so whenever we get mentalists on Instagram, yeah. I'm always having a look. Yeah, oh God, and yeah. They're nearly always private. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cheating. That is cheating. Because you've seen all of this. Yeah. You've said something mental to me. Yeah, And yeah. then I'm not going to respond to you, but I want to check it out. Yeah. I, I want to see your life. Well, that's about internet accountability, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Stop the trolling. But then <clears throat> I can't see their posts on Facebook if they've made it private, but a lot of them don't know how to make it private. And... Yeah, yeah. You can see their profile picture and display and photo no matter what. That's enough. That's enough. That already, you know, Tim you see Harvey, a couple of Union Jacks and yeah, you've got Tim you Harvey need. and the uh, the dolphin profile mm. picture and the family display photo. We that, now that we creates, can we can picture stories together. So you can go through the comment section. You realise he's you an could, adopted dolphin, <laughs> and you can find all of these stories. It's a lot better just for seeing people's yeah. lives. You know. Now this is my favourite one. Okay? Yeah. Can we just be reminded that this is on an ITV Facebook post sharing an article that Philip Schofield will no longer be the face of We Buy Income. <laughs> <laughs> James Backhouse says not speaking out of turn another black replacement and I'm an open as fair as they come right he's not speaking out of turn yeah okay he's commenting on a Facebook post saying not speaking out of turn <laughs> this 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 reeks with inconsistencies he seems scared to scared to yeah. be racist whilst being overtly racist yeah um, also do you think people that are as open as they open as fair as they come comment on a news announcement that Philip Schofield will no longer be the face of WeBuyAnyCar.com commenting on the fact that it's a black replacement. Do you think Do you think James is actually as open as fair as they come? Wait, finish the, the comment. That's it. No, he says something. No, that's what's, it. What's the last thing? Not speaking out of turn, another black replacement and I'm as open as fair oh, as yeah, they come. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of it. What, what he's saying there mm. is no one is less racist than me sure but there's a lot of blacks on telly exactly <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying look I'm not a which big, is an incredible I'm not a bigot but where the white folks it's are not, I'm not a bigot I'm, he's saying basically yeah. I'm as open it, do, it doesn't get less racist than me yeah it just doesn't but have we gone too far with the amount of blacks on telly yeah it's exactly that you can't get less racist than me yeah but there's a lot of black people on telly <laughs> There's some real gold amongst them. Um, it's just, and the the debate, I mean, because it's not even worth, that, those are just like the top comments. Um, and you can get some way, you can get a lot more gold further down. And then also the replies to the comments. And it is just this world which doesn't exist. It probably exists on Twitter. But for, Twitter seems to tackle the big issues. Whereas Facebook comments, Twitter's see, more Facebook ad- comments seem to tackle the, Philip Schofield is no longer the face of webuyanycar.com. Which is when the pure joy actually comes out of it. When you're not discussing, you know, high politics and power distribution, it's a yeah. black guy's replacing Philip Schofield. Twitter's for an more adversarial, so each comment is like a barb. So when you have a fight, it's like because oh, then people yeah, can yeah. retweet the comment and stuff. The, the, this is just a little bit more flatline. The stakes are a lot low on Facebook. Yeah. So I guess the main point is that I think I think Facebook's back in town. You know? Yeah. Um. So my sister 
who works in news kind of gets the good shit and she says it's like the sun people have missed she's actually told me this before we we've discussed this she was like you're missing out on the sun online it's like yeah. some of these the it's the investigations it's the stories that are like like eight parts apparently mm. they were obsessed with the ukrainian refugee who um moved into someone's house and then stole the person's house husband <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. a couple basically adopted them and then she the, the husband and the yeah, ukrainian refugee i think i did hear up. about that yeah <clears throat> and that was like an eight-part drama because then right. they, the ukrainian refugee and the husband broke up the son were obsessed yeah. so the coverage on that would be probably 10 foot times higher than the actual ukrainian yeah, russian 100%. war yeah so this is son this is under investigation hmm. gone it, feral our town was one of the most desirable in the uk but now it's overrun yobs as young as 10 but now it's overrun yobs as young as 10. By yobs? Doesn't, not. So there's an error. <laughs> we don't leave home after 3 p.m. Okay. <laughs> after three? Antisocial gangs of children <laughs> as young as 10. Ten centre. Once named one of the most desirable places to live, a no-go zone for terrified res residents. Their behaviour has become such a menace that cops have been forced to put dispersal orders in place in the town centre for and everyone, surrounding residential for streets. For everyone under the age of 11. To stop youths from lingering. Barbed wire seen on the roof of the factory shop after yous were found to be up there. What a, what a load of nonsense. There's Melvin and Kath Harris photo here. So it's not safe to go out after 3pm anymore. And now this photo. This is one of my favourite photos I've seen in a long time. Because every part of this is perfect. It's just yeah. all encompassed. Every bit of information here is perfect. The fact that middle-aged people are scared to go out because no, this, of this, this here. Yeah, yeah. Mother of two. Already good. Tasha, 35, did not want to be photographed for fear of reprisals. The photograph they have is her with her back slightly turned. Let me see with her arms crossed. It's like she's angry, but she's not ready to be publicly angry. Because of fear of reprisals, in fairness. Fear of reprisals from 10-year-olds, but it's like she's, she, she also wants to be in the, the shot. Well, she cares enough about the... Yeah, it's like... Well, they're just trying to make it more dramatic than it is. <laughs> because it's... Fear of reprisals. I mean, so this it's a town called Caldercut in Wales. And frankly, this is embarrassing. Imagine being part of the town that was taken over by 10-year-olds. <laughs> and it got to the extent where you were talking to journalists about it, but you didn't want you didn't want to show your face just in case you were then in for it. But also, it's a small town. I know who you are, Tasha, seeing as your name's on there. Yeah. And I can see the side of your head. That's true. I don't think the face is going to be the deal-breaker here. And if well, it wasn't... Yeah, yeah. And Maybe. it's her turning away, showing how upset she is. I'm livid, but... It's well, she's got to think. She's got to think about herself. Like these ten-year-olds sound like menaces. Yeah. What are they doing? Uh, are they? There's a lot of lingering going on. Is there? There's a lot. Of... <laughs> these Mr. Harris said these kids are out of control. They have no boundaries and they respect no one. Our granddaughter had a football match this weekend and we went to watch her. But as soon as the game started, we could hear a bunch of you shouting and door slamming. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the football. <laughs> they and went to watch like 50 meters away. There's some kids hanging out. I'm just trying to watch my granddaughter. Play they're slamming football. doors. They're, 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 they're slamming doors. Imagine going out to a football game. A door slamming. <laughs> doors. In the distance. 
You can't focus on the game. <laughs> a football game? Yeah, you can't focus on it. They're not in it. your house. Do they just live in silence? Does the <laughs> town live in silence in general? You're outside at a football game and they're complaining about doors slamming. Is there any, is there any other examples? Well, they also sound, I think... The ten year olds sound pretty normal and the, the people sound insane. Because if if a factory if you came you came to work one day and there were some ten year olds sitting on a wall, they've then installed barbed wire immediately. Yeah. That seems like a disproportionate reaction. Tasha doesn't want to be photographed. I think they're the insane ones. I think there are probably only twenty or so of them in little groups of five or so at a time. But they're causing so much misery here, it's heartbreaking. They tip the flower containers over every night outside the library and in the streets. <laughs> the flower containers? <laughs> they tip them over. How many flower containers? Why outside called- the library. Of course. They, do no, you, you know po- in these towns. Pots. You'd have those big flower like things. Like pots. Containers. That would be annoying. Oh, yeah. There's protests at the plant pots. It's these. These are the flower containers. Right. Oh, those are pretty big. Well, it's quite a long read as well. It's like yeah. a proper investigation piece. Vandalized for second orders. Right, so... Dis- I'd like to see Spotlight done about these guys. You know, the film. Yeah. Well, David is also turned. <laughs> I don't think David wants to be pictured either. David, David said that you should regularly tell anyone who tries to interrupt their behavior to fuck off. <laughs> Look at David. <laughs> what a ridiculous state of affairs. <laughs> Um, pathetic really isn't it yes Uh, thanks very much for listening guys we're going to move over to the Patreon now Uh, see you guys next week